0: So welcome to the show welcome to the show i am your host the 4 boy Prince unity uh like subscribe like share subscribe to the blog to the youtube channel um to the podcast in general joe uh today today we're gonna talk um honestly just from the heart, uh, it's been one of them days, but I don't like to uh disappoint my my family. Um, anyone who watch my show, take the time out the show, any of my content, hops on, listen to the podcast on a daily basis between 11 in after no, the afternoon to five right before you get off work, man. Whatever, whatever time you clocking in, whatever time you're watching, I appreciate y'all. And through that, which is why I try to keep up my segments every day. So do we doing after economics, but we're going to talk about it from the heart. We just gonna talk about it in a, in a general aspect. Uh, and does your financial portfolio or profile match uh, your family? You know, does, does it match the direction that your family is going? And the reason that I'm talking about this today is because uh, I didn't know really how to feel. I had to go, to uh my cousin's funeral this morning and uh i'm i'm working on a lot i got a dream to be financially free in the forms of buying real estate for myself uh pushing my business which is community resources atm inc we do uh wholesale and partner with small businesses minority businesses to change the direction of the communities that are felt to be underserved uh even in the system that we live in, you know? So with, with group economics, we really can't make a dent in how uh, our communities look. Um, they don't have to look the way we do. And our communities is, is just the external versions of our family. So that's, again, why how this all intertwines and generally about, like, does your financial p- portfolio, however that is built, whether it's off real estate, whether it's off stocks, whether it's off your business as an entrepreneur, does that intertwine with what your community looks like. If you're poor, yes, that may be due through um, preset systems, but by the by the grace of God and by uh, what our ancestors sacrificed, we have this form of freedom. So with this form of freedom, are we gonna change that uh, financial outlook? Are we gonna change the way our, our families look and our community looks? So uh, I have a vision. Um, and I didn't know, you know, whether or not I was going to continue to go to work because I was like, man, so I got to put in this overtime. I got to put in that. I, I literally just got off the phone. I just got off the phone. Um, you know, it, it helped me up a little bit about my business. I'm like, yo, uh, we got to get this together, get this together, um, uh, to keep the ball rolling. You know, we got to keep putting money into to marketing, budgeting. How's this going? Is this going? Then we get this paperwork done? Uh, and I was like, okay, I understand what I, what I need to do. I may feel how I feel. Uh, I may not be in the best emotional standpoint, but I have, uh, I feel as if I have all these obligations to these people who watch my show every day um, because they are my external family. Even though I lost one of my family, where I buried one of my family members today, my blood relatives, I say, okay, the rest of my family uh, needs to hear from me, right? They need to know that I'll get up. Every day, because consistency matters. I want to be at ten thousand listeners by the end of the year, right? I'm mean, at four thousand. Four thousand came off consistency because I wanted to keep spreading the message about economical improvement, about social improvement, about traditional improvement, all these things. I was listening to um, a podcast from the 85 South Show that sparked my mind behind activism, but it let me it let me know what I had to prepare for. And I think about this even even on a personal level, even when I deal. With the ladies in my life, I I think about them and it's crazy because nothing's even concrete, but I think about them and I ask in the aspects of. This is what they will have to uh, accept behind the path that I am chosen and are we really capable of going through that path right through these economical struggles and ups and downs, even though we aspire to be great businessmen and so forth. So one of my portfolios because I'm, I'm getting to it right so one of the things in my per- financial portfolio is to get a house right so i say what do i need to do to get the house i gotta come up with supposedly the average right these are not concrete statistics please do your own research who disclaim anything you hear me talk about is strictly uh my own opinion right you can take it as entertainment Um, But don't take it as concrete fact. Please do your own research whenever you hear me speak. Um, But it's just an aspect of what I do. So I said, well, what do I need to um, get $10,000 or more to get that 3.5 average percent if you're going off an FHA loan to get your your house? Even if you're doing an FHA 203K, it's still 3.5 percent, I believe if the number hasn't moved up based off inflation which is going on a rise because the economy is in a roar they're raising interest rates so you could still gain knowledge even through the noise that is going on um in the world so um inflation the supposed uh theories and 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 uh talks of, of war and and the world and the europeans world how these things are going to affect gas prices that has been one thing that's going up because there's uh sayings around who controls what and what oil and what we run off in the economy so you have to be prepared for all these things are is your financial portfolio prepared for all these things are you in the works of working on this what are you thinking about so you know for instance I'm like man I could sell my car I cannot take advantage of this opportunity and this opportunity. There's an arranging market that I just learned about uh, selling used cars, right? Because of gas prices, see the domino effect, the cause and effect of everything can even be tied back to how your money runs and flows throughout the world, throughout your economy, throughout your country. So one of the domino effects of gas prices, right? Gas prices are going up. Um, the economy at this time is still running off of Fossil fuel. They're still running off of the oils and gas that we use for everyday car. Yes, there is innovation in electric cars, but at the same time, this is what we're doing right now. You know, no innovation happens overnight. You know what I'm saying? Just like we went from using candlelight to uh electric lights, that took time. So, what we still use candle at this time, and candle is our is our gas fuel. So. The, the shortage of cars right now because of uh, manufacturing labor and um, the materials used to make cars, there's all these things that are having a domino effect about how we're moving and progressing. The used car market is going up, to make the long story short. So I'm like, man, I can utilize or at least get some of my money back because a, a car is only an asset in the way you use it. Right. So the average car is a liability. Even a new car, because, and just to break this down in short, the reason the average car is a liability, even if it's a new car, is because the moment you buy the car, if you get it at what is perceived a reasonable price, not not fair, not fair market because people are going to price cars by what they want to price them, but uh, a reasonable price. The moment you roll it off the lot, it has at least lost five grand or more. Automatically, it has lost five grand or more. Now there there is a saying I don't I have not um, read the statistics of this, but the only appreciative car out there right now is the um, is the Tesla car, right? Because like, they say that the Tesla car can be innovated with the new parts. So a Tesla car from 2019 can be outfitted with 2022 parts. And it's it's like boom, I got a 2022 Tesla. That's that's the saying around uh why Tesla is an asset over a uh, liability. Um the car for this instance depreciates the moment you drive it off the lot. Because at that point, it's no longer a new car. It is a used car. Even if you drove it around the block, it was less than a mile, you've used the car. So it automatically goes into that bracket. And a used car will drop at least five grand, I would say. Now, um, because of what's going on in the world, man, they need cars they need to sell, they need inventory. And we, you know, there the brand new car market isn't gonna sell. Because everybody's out here poor So it's it's not happening So what you have now Is uh, The supply for this demand So I'm like man Joe I can sell this car Make this X amount of money I won't make all my money back Because again I've had this car for a while They're going to put in mechanical issues And so forth and so on But I can make some money off this car Versus what I would So they're saying that with the Kelly Book Blue Market, which is a good place to start. If you put in the Kelly Book Blue Market of what your car is supposed to be worth, at least put two, two racks or double it, right? So we're gonna use regular math. If let's say Kelly Book Kelly Blue Book says your car is worth 3000 dollars because of the demand of the market now, you can at least sell your car even from even to the manufacturer, like real life, go test this out. I went to test this out. Um you can at least sell your car or get, or get it sold for five grand. That's not from a private market, private market. You can average out what they're selling. And this is all a mental game. I learned this Finance is all the mental game people will go. And I, and I test this on myself. People will go and buy a used car for eight grand, right? Put, put in. This all ties in economics, this all times in the financial literacy, this all times in the money. Put in whatever your car supposedly worth. Right? Type in the same car, same model, same year. See what a dealer is selling it today. There is a person out there that will go buy that car. Now, for some apparent reason, and it's all based on the filling and insurance, I believe. I can go and post my car, same year, same model. Pretty much put in the same information that is detailed in the description at the, at the dealer. But the average person, who is the average person going to the dealer, will not buy my car. I can post that car for eight grand. It looks the same. Same color. Same breakdown. Clean title. No mechanical issues. Woo-woo. They will not buy my car. But if the dealer posts the same profile, they will buy the car. Why? Because they believe it's based off insurance. They believe that this industry is more honorable than the person. But we have to change that way on the aspect of the scale of our money in general. Um, if you're going on a, a commutative aspect, group economics aspect, we will go and spend X amount of money at the mall, for Gucci and Louis and all these dollars. But if John John and Dayday and, and uh Sherelle, Keisha, you want me to go diasporic, uh Akuma, Takiki, whatever it is, right? We can go and try to price our products for that and they'll think we're we're outrageous. We're we're selling our stuff too much right there has to be a discount why if we're really going to try and progress our communities as to be as great as the industries that we are supposedly fighting why shouldn't our prices resemble theirs now should i do i believe that there's a such thing as a reasonable price of course because who who is the audience that you're trying to sell to Are they rich or are they paycheck to paycheck? If you are trying to sell to a person that is paycheck to paycheck, why are you pricing your stuff for like $300 some dollars? Explain that to me. Um, But you have to start this aspect to pull back why I said what I said in the beginning of my show. Do this with your family. Spend... The same money that you would spend on that $300 Coach, Michael Kors, whatever, whatever all the name brand places are, for yourself, take some of that money and invest it in going to go see your cousin, going to go see your auntie, um, putting together a financial family day. Cousin from over here, cousin from over there, auntie from over there, mom from over here, granddaddy from over there. Put your money together and start something that can be a gift to the entire family. And don't waste time doing this. If you waste time doing this, you will miss out on memories that you could have had. That's what I, at, at my family, at my family funeral today, you know what I kept hearing? I kept hearing, and I said this to myself, I kept hearing I wish I had more time with them. Right. So as I watch my external family, which is my community, my diaspora, all my brothers and sisters in Africa, and the islands, in the Caribbean, Black Europe, as I watch my external family um, struggle because we are too hard-headed to, to put to take the vines off and really look at the opportunities that we have with each other. I'd be in a rush and I wish I had more time to make up all the time that we lost. Right. So I say today is the day that you act right. Today is the day that you say, I'm going to put forth this effort for my family. I'm going to put forth this effort for my community. And it's not impossible. It's not. Um, And to give you another example, my portfolio is up, right? My portfolio is based on the future. I am relative to right now. What are we using right now? We're using tech. So I own Apple. If we're talking stocks, um, give you another example. I own the EV market. I have stocks in EV market because we're going towards the future. Where is our community, our people's focus? How do you tap in using what we use right now? So a lot of our people are on social media. A lot of our people are listening to podcasts. A lot of our people are on TikTok. How are you going to move the needle for our people using what we do now as a way to progress our future? Because that's exactly what uh, the greats before us did. That's what Martin did. That's what Malcolm did. That's what Dick Gregory did. That's what uh Stephen Cornell did. That's what the Maroons did. That's what the Great Africans in the Motherland did. They seen who was needed to be reached now in order for our people to be progressed in the future. So, Rights Bill was an example of that. They knew that I needed to get together these bands of young folks because my grandkids, because we, we we are their grandkids. Like if you are between the ages, I want to say 40, right? 40 and me, 40 and 25, we are the grandkids that they was thinking about when they made all these decisions, when they triumphed and sacrificed all these things for us. They took economical blows and they raised a lot of money so that I can do what I do right now. Speak to you through the internet. There's a black man who elevated and thought about the future and used whatever economics that he had at the time, whatever money that he had at the time to push the internet so I can do this today. And that's how we have to think as a people. Uh, So that's just my piece. Uh, I got to go. I want to thank you for everybody who listens to me. I appreciate y'all like, share, subscribe to the the blog, Lost African Podcast, the YouTube channel, Lost African Podcast. Um, Leave a share, leave a remark, leave a rating, and we will keep continuing to push on and on. And I will holler at y'all later.